Big Detective, starring the world's greatest magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of the Phantom Intermezzo. Right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform. Reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Blackstone, the magic detective. I was uh, reading a book last night, Blackstone. Oh, and hooray for you. We'll skip that track road of Brent. As I said, I was reading a book about ghosts. Did you ever see a ghost, Blackstone? No, Don, I never saw one, and I doubt if anyone ever did. I thought I saw one once. Remember, Blackstone? Yes, Rhoda, I certainly do. I don't think I've ever seen anyone turn so pale. Except Yamamura. I thought he was going to faint. <laughs> Who is this Yamamura? He was a medium. You know, one of those call the spirits back from another world, boys. <laughs> well, maybe we better give it the story, Blackstone. Don is kind of puzzled. I'm bloody puzzled. Well, Don, I had a telephone call a few weeks ago from a Mrs. Covington Moss, a wealthy widow who lives in a funny old house outside of town. Rhoda and I thought we were to do a show for some party of hers. So we drove out. It was just as we arrived on the doorstep, and the butler let us in. Mrs. Covington Moss is expecting us. Very good, sir. Right this way. Thank you. I'll tell Mrs. Covington Moss that you're here. Very well. There's something funny here. Oh, what do you mean, Rosa? Well, there's no party. I suppose she wants us for to give an act just for her. Well, that doesn't seem likely. Gee, I wonder what the idea is. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Mr. Blackstone? Yes? Oh, thank you so much for coming to the aid of a poor, puzzled woman. I uh, beg your pardon? Well, I couldn't think for a moment just where to turn to advice. And then I thought of you. Oh? Uh, my lawyers who handle my estate are so unsympathetic about my spiritual activities. Have they uh, refused to advise you on your problem? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. They advise me against everything. But I didn't feel they were being at all open-minded. Uh, perhaps you'd better explain. Of course. Uh, would you please come upstairs with me? Certainly. This room was the study of my dear nephew, David. He passed on a year ago, but he comes back to see me sometimes. What do you mean? He prays for me. Oh, he was so sweet. He knows that I miss him, so he let Yamamuro bring him back to pray for me. Uh, who is this Yamamuro? Oh, he's a wonderful man. He comes here every night and calls David back for me. Is Yamamuro a medium? Yes. He has great power in contacting those in the spirit world. You pay him for contacting your David? Oh, no. Yamamura wouldn't say pay. Why, he's a gentleman. <laughs> I fool him, though, and he never suspects. What do you do, slip 50 bucks into his coat pocket before he leaves? How did you guess? Only you're wrong on the amount. I give him a hundred dollars uh, for his work, you know, to help him carry on. How did you guess? I'm psychic myself sometimes. Oh, really? How interesting. Uh, Rhoda, please. Uh, how does David manifest himself? With that on the table, like this. Those two rats mean yes, and one, like this, means no. Hmm. Clever of David to think of that way of 
signaling me, wasn't it? Uh, very clever. Yeah, original, too. Uh, David owns his original. Uh, what about this plane for you? Oh, yes, the plane. Well, every night before David goes back to the spirit, he plays to me on the accordion. Isn't that sweet? Just as he used to play to me when he was alive. He plays right here at this table, of course. Oh, no. Uh, David never could play without walking up and down. And evidently being dead hasn't changed his habits at all. He plays all over the room. And sometimes, even from that linen closet over there, with the door shut. Well, that's quite a trick. Oh, but it isn't a trick. <laughs> My lawyers say it is. But they found it spirit to me. So, I don't listen to them. Oh, what did you call me in for, Mrs. Covington Moss? I want you to find out if this could possibly be a trick. I know you can't, of course, but I want to have some proof to take to my lawyers. Then, they'll let me have the money. More hundred-dollar bills for Yamamura? Oh, no. Yamamura's going to start a foundation to bring that spirit. And I'm going to contribute $50,000. Fifty? Well, my lawyers feel that Yamamura isn't quite all that he might be. So, I've asked you here to prove that he really does call back my David. There he is now. David? Oh, no, Yamamoto. Uh, You'll stay and watch the seance, Mr. Blackstone? I think it would be better if Rhoda stayed. I'll look around and wait till it's over. I'll give you my verdict then. No, the lights are dead. We will call for our David. This is spooky. I must ask for quiet feet. Complete quiet. David, are you here with us? David. Oh, he's here. Hello, David. Are you feeling quite well today? No. Oh, an attack of your old hay fever, perhaps? Oh, my poor dear. But you are happy, aren't you, Davy? Oh, I'm so glad. Now, will you play for us, Davy? It sounds as though he's gone into the closet, doesn't he? Yes, it does. You will play? Oh, he's back again. Oh, isn't you sweet, David? Now, play from the closet, David. I want this Brent to see how you move around. Oh, sounds as if it were coming from the closet, all right. What did I do? What's oh, the matter? What are those noises? Why is David stop playing? Yamamura, what is it? Oh, I do not know. Something is going wrong. The spirit box. The door's opening. The door's in the closet. The figure's coming out. A white figure. David. It's my David. Heavenly days. The ghost. Speak to me. David, speak to me. Keep away, please. Keep away from me. You have summoned me once too often. You will not let me rest. No more. No, let go of me. Let go of me, David. No, you mustn't do that. Let go of Yamamoto, David. Charles, son. The ghost is choking me. Cover up, Yamamoto. Come on, cover up. That's better. Where's Blackstone, Jess? It's a ghost. Right, brother. Turn on the lights. Where is the Blackstone? What have you done? I approve that your lawyers are right, Mrs. Covington-Moss. 
This man is a fake. Uh, look, they're on the table. Look at the tiny harmonica. Tell me, Mr. Blackstone. Tell me what you found out. And tell me, too, Blackstone. Well, I've never believed in ghosts, John, so I knew that Yamamoto's trick, whatever it was, was a trick. Mrs. Covington Moss had said that very often the music came from the linen closet. So I thought that perhaps there was a phonograph installed there. So he hid in the closet before the sounds began. But I realized that there was no mechanical device secreted there, and then I knew that the trick was simple ventriloquism. Yamamoto had a tiny harmonica in his mouth. By opening and closing his lips, he made the sound rise and fall as though near or at a distance. And Blackstone came out of the closet dressed in a sheet and scared the daylight out of that medium. Yamamoto knew that he had no psychic powers whatsoever and was more scared than anyone else at the sudden appearance of the ghost. Oh, except me. That's right. Except Rhoda. I had to choke Yama to keep him from swallowing the inch-long harmonica. That's what it was to it. So, another mystery was solved by magic. Well, uh, what trick have you for us, Blackstone? Well, this time it's a little mystery. Suppose we tried the road up first. Okay, how do we begin? Well, now, here's a piece of note paper and a pencil. Uh-huh. Just fold the paper so that you can tear it into three strips. You mean fold about a third of the paper down? That's right. And then fold the bottom third up. But uh, don't tear it yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's done. What next? Now, take this pencil and write your name in the center of the paper. Then write two other names. One above yours, the other below. Each name in a separate section of the paper? That's the idea. All right. Mm, Rhoda. And above that, I'll put Harry. And below, I'll write Don. Now what? Tear along the creases. Then fold each slip of paper in half. Fold the slip. I'll fold it. Now give the paper to Don and let him shake them in that hat. Uh, hold the hat high, Don. Okay. There it is, above my head. Very well. Now I reach into the hat and try to catch the magician vibration. What I'm after is the slip of paper with Rhoda's name on it. You have only one chance in three. Oh, no, Rhoda. With the vibration working, this trick can't miss. Here's the slip of paper from the hat. Open it and read the name. But it's my own name, Rhoda. I told you it would be. Now it's up to you to figure out how it's done. And if I can't guess... Then I'll be back to tell you. Well, Rhoda, how are you making up? I'm not. Well, let's have Don try it. Here's another piece of paper. Hold it in three, Don, and write your name in the middle. And uh, two other names, top and bottom. That's right. And this time, we'll let Rhoda shake the hat. Uh, there you are. And if you get the right paper this time, I'll... I have it already. Open it, Don. Whose name's on it? I, uh... Well, my own. Say, this trick can't miss, can it? No, and I'll show you why. Here's another piece of paper. What I want you to notice is the edges. They're all smooth, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Now, I fold the paper across two times... Tear along the creases. Notice the edges of these slips? Oh, yeah, the middle one has two rough edges where you made the tears. That's right. But the other two slips each have one smooth edge, don't they? Of course, the top and the bottom. But it was the middle strip on which you wrote your name. So when I reached into the hat, 
All I had to do was find the slip with the two rough edges. And it was the right one? Yes, it was the right one. You can find it every time. I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And now, until next time, this is Blackstone saying good magic and goodbye. Next time, when the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of The Vanishing Pearls and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician. Blackstone.